Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there and keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. This is Optimal Finance Daily, Episode 120. Money is a Tool, Not the Goal. Part 3 by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com. Get ready to maximize your potential with Optimal Finance Daily, the podcast that brings you the best content in personal finance five days a week. Your optimal life awaits. Now here's your host, Dan Warren. And welcome back, everybody, to Optimal Finance Daily, where I read to you from some of the very best personal finance blogs anywhere. And today, I've got a post from Kristen Wong. It's the last part in a little three-part series. Now, I read part two of this series yesterday. Part one was a couple weeks back. It was actually uh, in episode 110, so you might want to check that one out too. And while you're out there checking out podcasts, if you like what you hear from this show, if you like our format and the content that we're giving you, you're also sure to love Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Health Daily. They're very similar to this show, but with different hosts and uh, more content. So please check those out as well. And I'll keep this intro nice and short for your Friday today, so let's wrap up this series now from Kristen as we optimize your life. Money is a Tool, Not the Goal, Part 3, by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com. Once you know your values, it's pretty easy to establish your financial goals. If family is important to you, your goal might be to provide your kids with a college fund. If you value your career, Your goal might be to save up money so you can pursue a certain career path. Of course, you can have multiple values and multiple goals too. Giving your money a purpose is the fun part though. After that, it's time for the legwork. Once you figure out what to use your money for, you have to learn how to use it. There are a few things that have helped me most in using money to reach my goals and keep my spending in check. Think of it as a mini user's manual. Treat your goal like a bill. You've probably heard the old financial adage, Pay yourself first. It sounds completely played out, I know, but there's a reason for that. It works. Whatever your goal, saving for an emergency, paying off debt, saving for a cruise, factor it into your budget like a bill. For this reason, I'm a fan of the goal-focused 80-20 budget, in which you put 20% of your income toward your savings and the rest of it, 80% if you're really bad at math, goes toward everything else. It's a simple way to budget and you can adjust the numbers to favor your goal depending on your expenses. Whatever your own percentages look like, the point here is to prioritize your savings by treating it like a bill. Prioritizing your discretionary spending. Have you heard of Warren Buffett's avoid at all costs list? Sit back and let me tell you a story. Pilot Mike Flint says he was discussing his career plans with Buffett and Buffett suggested a three-step strategy for prioritizing his goals. First, he asked Flint to make a list of his life in the next few years. From there, he told Flint to circle the five most important things on the list. Scott Dinsmore of Live Your Legend relays the rest of the story. Once the top five planning session was over, Warren then asked, 
but what about these other 20 things on your list that you didn't circle? What is your plan for completing those? Steve replied confidently, well, the top five are my primary focus, but the other 20 come in at a close second. They're still important, so I'll work on those intermittently as I see fit as I'm getting through my top five. They are not as urgent, but I still plan to give them dedicated effort. To Steve's surprise, Warren responded sternly, no, you got it wrong, Steve. Everything you didn't circle just became your avoid-at-all-cost list. No matter what, these things get no attention from you until you've succeeded with your top five. You can use this with your finances too. Make a list of all of the discretionary expenses you enjoy. 25 is a lot, so maybe start with four or five. Circle one or two expenses that matter to you most. Then try to avoid everything else on the list as much as realistically possible. For example, my list looks like this. Travel, home goods, clothing, face products. Everything but travel is scratched out. This means I prioritize my discretionary expenses on travel, something I love. The rest are things I like, but I'd rather spend my money on something I love. This comes with an important caveat though. Don't feel like you have to ban those other expenses completely. I've done that and it backfires. You get tired of depriving yourself and end up binge shopping on those items, taking away from your goal even more. Yes, this advice veers from Buffett's a bit, but when it comes to money, we only have so much willpower. Prepare for it. Think of impulsive spending as the enemy of your goal. Similarly, it helps to think of impulsive spending as the enemy of your goal. Chances are, the four or five items you've crossed off your list are problem areas for you. I know they are for me. It's easy to spend money mindlessly, and while there are lots of tips and tricks that can help with that, I find it most helpful to remember that impulsive spending is a roadblock to my financial goals. It's easy to get caught up in our emotions, brush off our goals, and justify our impulsive spending. I'll treat myself just this once. When I find myself thinking like that, I try to remember that this spending is the enemy of my goal. This reminds me that my money has a purpose. It's also a great counter-argument to my own justifications. I can break the rules and buy stuff just this once, but I'm taking away from things I've already decided are more important. In some cases, I'm okay with that. Mostly though, I remember what's more important. Break down your goals. You've probably heard of the elusive future self. Future you has her debts paid off, her retirement planned, and just generally has her shit together. How does it happen? That's for future you to figure out, not present you. Studies show we have a really hard time connecting our present and future selves. In a study called Increasing Saving Behavior Through Age-Progressed Renderings of the Future Self, researchers tested the savings habits of participants. They showed some of them an altered image of themselves at 70 years old. Researchers found that those participants who viewed a photo of their future self saved twice as much money in a retirement account than the control group who were simply shown a photo of their present selves. Here's what researchers reported. To people estranged from their future selves, saving is like a choice between spending money today or giving it to a stranger years from now. Presumably, the degree to which people feel connected with their future selves should make them realize that they are the future recipients and thus should affect their willingness to save. In short, your future self feels like a stranger. Not many folks are willing to regularly give a portion of their paycheck to a stranger. It's a common problem and there's a simple way to fix it. And no, it doesn't involve looking at a digitally altered photo of yourself at 70 years old, although I guess that can't hurt. The fix is breaking down your goals into smaller milestones. Instead of thinking of your goal in terms of the big picture, crunch the numbers and calculate what you have to save today, this week, 
or this month. For example, a goal to pay off $5,000 worth of debt in a year becomes a goal to save $13 a day, which is much more digestible. It's also a lot more present. You're doing this today, not this year. You are, in a way, linking your future self with your present self. Like I've said before, it's not about the money. Money matters, don't get me wrong, but it's merely a tool to help you achieve your goals, even if that goal is to get you out of debt so you free up your cash to use on things that matter to you. Once you give your money a purpose, it comes down to figuring out how to use that tool correctly. These steps have helped me figure it out and I hope they'll work for you. You just listened to the post titled Money is a Tool, Not the Goal, Part 3 by Kristen Wong of thewildwong.com. Looking to part ways with complicated, expensive, and uncertain shipping? Then give your business the edge it needs with USPS Ground Advantage Shipping from the United States Postal Service. Keep everything simple with clear upfront pricing and no unexpected surcharges. Keep things affordable with some of the lowest prices out there. And keep it all reliable with on-time ground shipments. It's time to turn shipping to your advantage. Learn how at usps.com advantage. USPS Ground Advantage. Simple, affordable, reliable. If you've been using Mint to manage your finances, I've got some bad news. Mint is shutting down. But now for the good news. There's a better alternative. Our sponsor, Monarch Money. Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it. Maybe you're saving for a down payment, a wedding, a dream vacation, your kid's college. I've found that Monarch makes it so easy to help you reach your financial goals, whatever they are. I definitely wouldn't be able to allocate my finances or plan as clearly without help from Monarch. In fact, Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all of your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com OFD. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash OFD for your extended 30-day free trial. And that wraps up uh, Kristen's three-part post. I hope you got a lot of value from that. And if you find a lot of value in this podcast, it would be a wonderful help if you would check out our other two podcasts as well. That would be Optimal Living Daily and Optimal Health Daily. Supporting those shows helps to support this one as well. And that's another week of Optimal Finance Daily in the books. I'll be back with more posts for you next week. So have a great weekend, and I'll catch you on Monday where your optimal life awaits.